You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. We continue our examination of the very significant Treaty of Hudaybiyah that served as a turning point in the history of Islam. And this treaty occurred in the year six after the Hijrah. So six years after the Prophet migrated from Mecca to Medina is when this treaty took place. We've examined in our previous sessions the details that have led up to this treaty. And previously we examined Bay'at al-Radwan, the very important pledge of Radwan which preceded the treaty. In our class tonight, we will analyze in depth the treaty itself, Sulh al-Hudaybiyah, the truce of Hudaybiyah or the treaty of Hudaybiyah. Many historical sources have reported that when Uthman and the Muslims who were with him in Mecca, about you know 10 other Muslims were with him in Mecca, they were held in Mecca for some time and then they were released. So Uthman and those Muslims, they come back to the Prophet they come to the land of Hudaybiyah. Suhail ibn Amr, who was the outspoken Qurashi representing the Meccans, he returns to Quraysh to inform them how quickly the Muslims pledged allegiance to the Prophet. So Quraysh realized that they just, they just cannot block Muslims from entering Mecca. You can't do that. The Prophet is strong. He has a group of Muslims who just pledged him allegiance and they're willing to defend him. Therefore, we have to offer a solution. We simply cannot come back and say to the Muslims, sorry, you're not entering Mecca. That's not going to work. We need a viable solution. At the same time, while they were thinking and brainstorming what to do, as Shaykh Al-Mufid narrates that after the allegiance of Ridwan, Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib organized the Muslims in lines preparing them to fight if Quraysh continues the blockade and does not negotiate. So when they saw the leadership of Imam Ali and his seriousness in fighting if they don't negotiate, they took Muslims much more seriously. This actually struck fear in their hearts. So some of the wiser pagans of Mecca, the Qurayshis, they said, look, the best thing is to make a treaty with Muhammad he can't enter Mecca this year for sure. He's not allowed to come to the Kaaba. Why? Because we want to demonstrate our power in front of the Arabs. All the Arabs know that he's here with his companions, so we blocked him. It's a victory for us. But next year we'll allow him to come with his companions for three days. They can sacrifice their animals, do their Hajj, and they leave. This is the suggestion that Quraysh had. Muhammad is not entering Mecca this year, but he's welcome to enter next year. They considered that as a compromise, a middle ground. 
So they agreed to send Suhail and two others to convey this treaty to the Prophet. You can't enter this year because if you enter this year, it's a blow to us. Other Arabs will say that you entered with force and we could not do anything about it. We can't afford that. But next year, you're welcome to come. Suhail comes to see the Prophet Who's Suhail? He's representing the non-Muslims of Mecca in this negotiation. And he was not a Muslim himself. When the Prophet sees Suhail coming, the Prophet says, Quraysh wants a truce. They want the sulh. They want the treaty when they sent Suhail. The Prophet already anticipated that the Quraysh was now willing to make a treaty. Why? Because they sent Suhail. Suhail was a person you could negotiate with. He wasn't like some of those very stubborn ones, Abu Sufyan or others who would not be willing to negotiate. So the Prophet took that as a good sign. Suhail comes, he speaks to the Prophet Some sources indicate Suhail raised his voice. Some companions there rebuked him. They told him, you have to respect the Prophet, don't raise your voice in his presence. In any case, the negotiations took place between the Prophet and Suhail and Suhail said the following. He said, O oh, Abu Qasim, Abu Qasim is the title of who? The Prophet because he had a son by the name of Qasim from Lady Khadija who died in Mecca. So he was known as Abu Qasim. Suhail says to the Prophet, O oh, Abu Qasim, Mecca is the sacred seat of our dignity. The Arab world knows that you have fought against us. There is no doubt that we're at war. If you enter Mecca right now with these current you know, conditions and you have power and strength, the Arabs will see us as powerless and helpless. Tomorrow, the Arab tribes will be encouraged to raid us and invade us because they're going to say, oh, Quraysh has become weak. If Muhammad and a few of his companions could enter with force and no one could stop them, that means they're weak. So if we let you see how devilishly smart he put his words, right? <laughs> because he said it in a way where you can't say no anymore. If we let you in, we're going to look weak. And so neighboring tribes are going to be enticed and encouraged to invade us. We can't let that happen. And in fact, you don't want that to happen, Muhammad. Do you want that to happen? Do you want the Kaaba to be attacked? Mecca to be attacked? Your own family to be attacked? That's not something that you want. So he said that Mecca is your birthplace and we are sure you don't want an attack there. <laughs>